Blake Walker here, your movie man, and I'd like to do my, um, well, this is Shelf Life, but I'd like to do my podcast within a podcast. It's called The Blockbuster Zone, because I have seen all the movies of the summer 2019. I saw them all. I had a movie marathon on the 4th of July. Adam, you were there. I was. So he he's seen some of these these hot films. I would never claim to have seen all of them. Well, though. no, I think we saw all the blockbusters. All the big all the big ones. The big major ones. I want to talk about Spider-Man. I think it's the best of the of the bunch probably. No. I take that back. But Spider-Man is pretty good, right? What do you think of Spider-Man? <laughs> of all the movies that we saw on the 4th of July, I probably enjoyed it the most. I think that's probably probably true. We're very non-committal with our probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's Honestly, probably good. Yeah. Um no, it's a good Spider-Man movie. You should go see it. <laughs> I think it's called Spider-Man uh Euro Trip. It's called Sp- The Great Spider-Man Caper. Do they go to Europe in that one? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like Euro Trip though. Cuz Funny that that one movie you remember with the boobs? Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Spider Man's European Vacation. That's it. Yeah. That's what it was called. Yeah. Guess a spider, what else? A Spider Man in Paris. <laughs> a spy, a Spider Man in London. Sorry. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> An American Spider Man. An American. Dang it! I'm, Come I, on! I fucked it Come up. Come on! An American Spider Man. Right. It's right there. London. But guess what else we saw that's relevant to the podcast? Well, I already know the well, answer. Okay, I'm. I guess I'm talking to the uh, to the listener. It's a toy movie. Um, spoiler alert! It's Toy Story four. It's the fourth one. You know, it could have gone one of two ways, though. Oh, I saw another toy movie recently. Also, I speaking of all the blockbusters, also saw Child's Play the remake. But I haven't seen that one. Oh shit! You haven't even seen that. So, Mister Horror over here hasn't seen. Child's Play the remake. Yeah, I keep meaning to get out and see it. Anyway, you should. Uh, I want to know your take on it. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of good things about it. People now seem I to be like everyone was kind of very anti the movie because of the way that Universal had set it up. But I think people were pleasantly surprised by it. I think it had mixed reviews last time I checked, but I haven't checked in a bit. Uh, but no, we saw Toy Story four. Yeah, which was not a scary like the other one, but it was a good toy movie. What what did you like about it? <laughs> um, did it capture toy culture in any any poignant way? Maybe a little bit. My biggest takeaway from Toy Story 4 was that I did not like... Well, this might be a spoiler, though. Well, Am I allowed to give spoilers? Yeah, yeah, as long as you say spoiler I don't like... Oh, spoiler alert. I don't like that Woody lost his voice box. That was causing oh, me some. Yeah, I kind of forgot about some that. issues. But I mean, he can always get a new one. Toy Story Five. I he guess. like goes to a workshop and finds a new voice box. <laughs> he can talk all he wants, right? Who, like who? He doesn't give a shit if he can talk to humans anymore. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, no, it was funny. I it was not my favorite of the Toy Story movies. I would probably consider it my. Second or third favorite. I put it in the top four. <laughs> they're all 
very, very good movies. Yeah. But it's it's not the best one, but it, it's a very good movie. Go see it. It's got your favorite toys in it. But was I the only one asking? Where was... Were we meant to believe that the RC car died in, <laughs> no. at the beginning? How come he didn't come back? Well, if you remember in Toy Story 3, when it's many years later, mm -hmm. some of the toys are just gone. <laughs> They're just not there anymore. So and he our, was one of those. He and probably I, broke. And I don't think he was lost in that scene or died <clears throat> in that scene, but I think it was kind of... Showing that everyone was kind of starting to that toys get lost. Yeah, that's you need to start dealing with lost kids. Right. That's that's the moral here because they managed to rescue RC, but lost Bo Peep, and then you can assume nine years later or whatever that the yeah. rest of the toys were also gone. And also, where are the Green Army men? They're they're probably lost too. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to lose those shits. <laughs> I guess Andy didn't like. When he was passing on his toys, he wasn't like, and here's a bucket of green army men. I thought they addressed that in Toy Story 3, that there were only like a handful of them left. And they were like, well, we're on to bigger and better things. <laughs> okay. There the wasn't a full bucket of them the anymore. The rest were dead. Yeah, I get <laughs> casualties. Right. Well, they got a dog and everything. You can only imagine so many of them were just eaten alive. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. There should have been like a really chewed up one. That'd be a good gag. <laughs> Um, also saw, um, a movie is called Midsummer. That one's not about toys. I saw someone pronounce it Midsummer. No, <laughs> I don't think so. I agree with you. I don't <laughs> think so, but it was like a legitimate so source. I who? can't remember who though. I mean, I don't. And I was know. like, is it supposed to be Midsummer? I think that's the douchebag way to say it. Probably it's people Midsummer. that are trying to sign sound really, uh. Come Smart on, about it. just because it's spelled weird. Just, okay, you can't text me during the podcast, <laughs> wife. Adam, Adam is right. Does that mean it's pronounced Midsommar? Midsommar? Sorry, I'm getting confirmation from someone in the same house five feet away. It's okay. interesting because Blake, Whatever. Blake is just speaking his responses to the other part of the it house, but matter. getting the feedback on the Long Via story short, music. my wife says Midsommar is correct, but no one was saying that the day we went to go see it. Yep. So where were you then, human dictionary? <laughs> anyway, uh, my my take, I can't recommend it. Too spooky. But also somewhat toy related in that the company A24 created a collectible bear in a cage. Oh yeah, it's a bear. For $42 or something that you can I wonder if they're buy. sold out yet. I'm sure they are. So collectors, get out there and get that bear in a cage. By the time you hear this, it'll probably be gone. But don't do like I did with the Billie Eilish and, and sleep on it. Nope, you get that bear only in your so, hands. Only so many bears. Now, this is just a, a, a statue figurine. There's no, it's not an articulated bear we're talking about. So, Midsummer was a yeah. good movie. I I liked it. I wasn't super crazy about it, but I enjoyed it. And it's one that I think if you think about the more you think about it, probably the more you can take from it. Like if you really start trying to break yes. it down, you can maybe get more out of it, but at the surface it was strange. Okay. Um <laughs> I think it had the the Ish, same issue as hereditary 
where if you think it, the more you think about it later, the more there is to think about. Yeah. Like, but also the more you, it's one of those movies, the more you think about, at least in my case, um, the more you think about it, the more you're like, well, that, that doesn't track. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. This kind of falls apart when you think about it too much, but also things become interesting at the same time. And I thought that was true for both movies. Yes. I don't I, know. I would agree with that. It's weird. Um, the movies are just batshit that he makes. Ari, <laughs> Ari Aster. I don't know why I'm, I'm advertising him on here, but anyway, the, there was some wild stuff in that movie. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. It's, it's wet and wild. Don't go see it. If you're, um, spooked <laughs> what else did we did we see any other summer, no we just saw the great three. summer films yeah, i think we covered them all um chucky you, yeah. you got to see chuck because i don't want to spoil it for you but i do want to talk about it no so yeah i'll uh we'll talk about it ne- I'll next try time or something um hell i would consider going tonight if we got done early enough but mark hamill's great is it still in the theater maybe not <laughs> i don't know it might be red box it well Maybe that's probably long enough um, dicking around with Blake, <laughs> with movies. Blake's movie zone. Let's get to the shit people really want to hear. All right, let's do it. We're talking motherfucking toys with Adam and Blake. You're a plastic toy, isn't it great? Shelf Life. Welcome to Shelf Life, a collector's podcast. I am Blake Walker, and with me, as always, my co-host, my special guest, the Mark Hamill Chucky to my superior Brad Dourif, original flavor Chucky, Adam Timish. There he is. Hello. Here I am. See what I did there? Yeah. The the doll voices. (laughs) He played the Joker. Yeah. You know, Brad oh, Dourif. Yeah. I saw a recently, uh, well, I don't know how recent this video is, but Mark Hamill shared it on Twitter of some storyboards from Batman 19, 1989, uh-huh. where there was going to be a brief Robin cameo. Marlon Wayans Robin. And I don't know if this was like a special feature for a, a Blu-ray or whatever, but they they animated the storyboards and then had Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill do the appropriate voices in the storyboard. That's for, crazy for this Robin cameo for eighty for Batman eighty nine. <laughs> it's a very weird. So before the animated series, I think I think it, this because you're I was confused about the same thing, and I can only assume that the special feature was created after the animated series. So they they took the storyboards for to create so, something for the okay. Blu-ray or DVD. They kind of backwards engineered right. us an animated storyboard, right? And put our our favorite voices on it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that's not as shocking, I guess. <laughs> um. So yeah, the we're back. Sorry, it's been so long, folks. But you're um, used to it by now. Yeah. If it hasn't been more than a full month. You don't get your money back. I so. just assume all of our subscribers uh, have their podcast that they listen to weekly or bi-weekly. And then just every once in a while, Shelf Life will pop up. And it's like a it's like a little little surprise pop there in yeah. their in their feed. 
I have a few podcasts that are like that, and there's nothing wrong with that. And it's not even that irregular. It's a little under a month. I mean, sue me. Is a little under, a little less than a month so bad? I, I don't think so. For free? For free? Has anything happened in your toy life since um, almost a month ago? I have one of my largest pile of loot shipments from big bad toy store pending i'm Ah. i'm waiting till the very last minute to try and make sure that everything that i have pre-ordered can get included on it Mm -hmm. but the earliest stuff i pre-ordered i have to ship within the next like five days or something like that so but it's going to be a big one and i'm very excited about it can you give us a taste of what's in the pre-order? Um, I have a few Star Wars Black Series bounty hunters. I okay. have um, the four new Batman animated series DC collectibles. Um, the Hard Act, Two Face, oh. Scarecrow, and those like the last Grey four are that. Oh yeah, Grey Ghost, so cool. Well, they're re-releasing. So they came out with a box set that had uh, Killer Croc. Bane, Poison Ivy, and Mr. Freeze in it. Yeah, the the jail. Yeah. Yeah. And they're releasing those as individual figures, I think, Mm. to try and stretch this. Sure, why not? But apparently those are going to have slightly different paint on them. I think Renee Montoya should be a a single card as well. (laughs) Yeah, but they look exactly the same. I'd have to compare them side by side, but I don't don't plan on getting those individual figures. Um. And then they're going to do that weird animate where they're going to do like kind of a speculate speculative oh, animated yeah. series line it where it's just, in the style of the animated series, yeah. but other characters. And so it's kind of fun. Like who were they doing in that? Azriel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Red, yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Hood was going to be. That's one. dope. That's yeah. Dope. I don't think I'll get those either. I'm really just sticking with the OG Batman animated series. And let me just say DC collectibles uh, essentials line. Red Hood. That Adam showed me looks so fire. Looks tasty. He's the Red Hood we've been waiting for, folks. Um, and he's not the new Red Hood design that wears a hoodie <laughs> and has like a hockey mask. And it's it's weird and I don't know why they redesigned him. But it's like the classic Red Hood. Oh, yeah. He looks dope. Uh, and then the other thing currently in that order is the... Uh, vin- the wave of uh, vintage carded X-Men series. So the one that has like the X-Factor Cyclops and ah, yes. Silver Samurai and the Retro Storm, the Retro Iceman. Right. All of those. So again, that's not the regular Build-A-Figure line. That's the the retro carded one. Right. And those cards look dope. Yep. And then the only other things that are currently still in my pre-order are the Build-A-Figure the next builder figure X-Men wave and um, the Mezco blue and blue and gray Batman. Oh, okay. and a, and a Jim Henson Funko pop. I'm sorry. I don't like Funko pops, but where else am I going to get a Jim Henson figure? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that is funny though. Um, I got some stuff. Most of which is part of a big surprise that I'm going to un- unveil later. Adam doesn't even know. I have no idea what this could possibly be. Um, But a big surprise, we went a little buck wild and got some stuff. Um, One of the things I got, one of the only other things I got is the um, Walmart exclusive um, 
Captain America with the Mjolnir. You see him down there? Interestingly placed. Yeah, he's just kind of placed in the midst of some. But I, I get it. Random... There's not really. Yeah, I just put him where there was room. He's with like some non MCU. Well, there's some Captain Marvel people in the back. <laughs> but he's kind of surrounded by Spider Man characters right now. Yeah, yeah. He's really, he's like the best looking cap, the best designed cap, I think, probably so far. I and, think we can say that. And you have a really good. Really good uh, pose there. Well, thank you. I tried really hard to pose him and make him actually stand of his own accord, which was near impossible. Yep. And it's near impossible to make him hold the shield uh, and the hammer at the same time, which is kind of a design flaw, um, (laughs) even though he is overall great. And you can't put the shield on his back. Uh, The only other flaw. Yeah, I felt really bad when I saw him at Walmart. There was an entire case of them mm-hmm. on the shelf. And I wasn't interested in them, but I put it on Twitter and people were like, oh, yeah, can I pay you to send those to me? And I was home at the time. And then when I went back to Walmart, they were like gone immediately. Like within a day, they were gone. I There were like at least two or three there. I, I must have been shortly after... They stocked a case or something. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure they went right after that. I just came at the right time. I haven't been buying much else, I don't think. Um, You're thinking about making a a big purchase, I think, right? Um, I mean... A big puppet purchase. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) are we going right into that? Can we talk about that? Yeah, sure. So uh, Hasbro Labs, is that what it's called? Has Hasbro, Hasbro Lab- Pulse? Well, that's the name of the the site. Has Labs? Is it Has Labs? Has Labs? Uh, Hasbro Labs? Yeah. Anyway, that's where they do their big, where they've got big projects that they crowdsource, like the giant Jabba Star barge. War- yes, yeah, the, the yeah, Jabba right. barge they mm-hmm. did. Um, and it's like these very specific specialty items that obviously they can't sell at retail, so they try and crowdsource them. And they just announced this week that they're doing a life-size replica of Cookie Monster. And I cannot imagine why in the world of all the possible Muppets figures that they could choose, they chose Cookie Monster, but I'm 100% into it. Yeah, it's just like, of all of all the properties, of all the licenses, all the characters... <laughs> yeah. This is what, and it's being crowdsourced. Yeah. And does life size mean like what? It's three feet tall. Yeah, or? it's it's to scale with the actual okay, what, with the, the actual, actual puppet, puppet, right? But am I wrong here? You cannot use it as a puppet. No, you cannot. <laughs> but you can pose it. Oh, can you? So yeah, it's got like a a metal skeleton. Skeleton, but it's like fluffy on the outside. So do you ever see Muppets? Um, like pictures of Muppets that they use for promotional things. It's like very clearly yeah. like this type of thing where it's not the actual puppets. It's more these like uh, yeah. stuffed figures that they use to... Or if in one of the movies, like they need one to ride a bike. <laughs> right, yeah. They'll use one that's not a, a... doesn't have a hole in the butt. Right, <laughs> exactly. So that's what this, this Cookie Monster is, is almost like this something they would use for like Sesame Street photography or something like that, like in a children's book. And but when you get it, you'll definitely be doing some of your own Sesame Street photography. Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. Just wait till they release that big bird. 
actual <laughs> size. Yeah. So it's going to be $300. And I have not actually backed this thing. By the way, you don't have to pay unless they actually get their full funding. And that's the thing. It's like the Jabba Barge, that was clear that that was going to meet its goal pretty quick. This is an iffy. I'm not sure that Cookie Monster is is going to do it. I'd like to see where they are on there. Yeah. We we should look that up maybe on a break or something. But yeah. Well, um, the first time I looked, they, I think it had just started, but they were really low. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, if this led to other Muppet replicas, I could not think of yeah. a better thing in my life yeah, than that. You're, well, you're going to be drained dry. I'll be drained dry and I'll be um, dumped and single, but. <laughs> I feel like these uh, puppet, uh, <laughs> well, non-puppet things are re- replacing me in your life somehow. <laughs> That's Adam's girlfriend talking. Six inch figures can be tolerated. Um, they don't take up a lot of space. But three look, to five foot Muppets filling a room. Eh. Half of your house is puppet replicas right now. <laughs> and I have nowhere to sit. Well, I, I put this on Twitter. I don't know if I even told you this or if you ever saw it. but Probably not. Uh, a week or two ago, I was talking to my girlfriend. And we were just kind of talking, you know, reminiscing as people do about the beginnings of their relationship. And she mm-hmm. said, the first time you showed me your Muppets, it was a huge turnoff. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Wait. So like, that kind of. <laughs> like the um, Diamond Select Yeah, Muppets? the Diamond Select figures, I assume, is what she was talking about. I love that you're. It, did it take you a while to be like. You open this creaky door and you're like, here are my Muppets. No, because when we first started, I was really confused about this at first because I was like, I don't remember those being the first figures that I showed you. But what it was is because I kept them in the package for so long, they were actually like pinned onto my wall in my room. Oh, yeah. So I had them like pinned up. I remember, yeah. And so I think it was like, it's one of those things like, here's my bedroom new lady (laughs) and here's a bunch of muppets pinned to the wall i'm not i i can see maybe where she was coming from that it wasn't probably the hottest setting for that sort of uh, thing make it a little sexier in here and just cover up kermit real quick (laughs) why why do you keep looking at that miss piggy (laughs) (laughs) no 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 i need this i need this (laughs) i need eye contact (laughs) With the pig lady. Uh, but like, does... So that being said, if if five-inch Muppets were a huge turnoff, I can't imagine what a, a three-foot cookie mo- furry cookie monster What if weirdly the life size is a turn-on? Oh, that could be. <laughs> Maybe it's the scale that was weird. I was going to make this joke on Twitter, and I didn't know if it would play right, but it buying a life-size stuffed cookie monster would be... Like buying a, a sex doll. Only instead of the, the real doll. Only instead of the doll, it would be a furry monster. And instead of the sex, you would just eat cookies with it all the time. You'd shove cookies in its mouth and they would just <laughs> right. crumble like right. on the show. I would be just Go like everywhere. one of those like my weird addiction people that's into the sex dolls mm. and like always talking to them and taking them out on dates, except my dates would be to insomnia cookies where we would just be eating cookies all the and time. And you do the voice and everything. <laughs> right. Man, this thing even has like googly eyes, just like Cookie Monster. You know, when he shakes his head, yeah. his eyes like that oh, thing man. has like, oh, it looks so good. 
I can't. I don't know if I I will actually be able to pull a trigger on a three hundred dollar thing. But yeah, that's tough, God. especially when it's something so like idiosyncratic as yeah. a. Uh, I I want what I want is Oscar the Grouch with the full size trash can. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like it comes with just a full real trash can. Or and I'm sure they. They probably don't have, I mean, I know Sesame Street and the actual Muppets are not the same licenses, so I'm I'm sure this is not like a blanket for all Jim Henson creations, but if this thing was like a Gonzo or a Fozzie, I wouldn't have hesitated. That oh, thing, yeah. I would have bought that thing immediately. I think more people would have backed it. Yeah. But Cookie Monster is just such a- Yeah, they're taking a risk. Yeah. It's weird. Um, but we'll see. We'll keep an eye on that. Stay tuned. If it's successful, someday we may see a uh, two-scale Snuffleupagus. <laughs> um, <clears throat> he's you, twelve feet tall. Yeah, just a literal elephant. That is just the yeah. The, the way they w- would have to ship him to your house would just be uh, breathtaking yeah. in itself. Or do you assemble him? I don't know. All I know is you could get inside him like a Trojan horse. And- <laughs> pop out and scare your friends it'd be great uh so yeah that's cookie monster why don't you i i want to hear from listeners uh who out there is interested in getting this um abomination it was one of those things so like the java barge right like that was something where it was a big deal when they announced it and then you always heard people like talking about them backing it or like announcing like how they were doing on the backing and stuff like that this so far seems like a thing where everyone was like mentioning it, that it was a thing that was happening and then probably immediately got forgot about it. I, I just, yeah. I really don't anticipate that this one's going to, going to make it. It doesn't but. have the sex appeal of, of the Jabba bar. Right. <clears throat> it's weird that it's Hasbro. I mean, <laughs> I know. like it really is since when are, do they do the Muppet stuff? Uh, they don't, I, unless they do, is there some sort of like kids like line Sesame that they Street, have access- maybe I don't know. I mean, do they manufacture any sort of like actual kids' toys besides? Well, just yeah, the collectibles. Yeah. Hasbro does. Hasbro makes tons and tons of shit. So maybe they do some sort of like Sesame Street line that we're just might. not even aware of. D- doesn't Disney own all that? Yeah. Um, well, no, I don't think Disney own owns Muppets. Sesame Street. It's we- That's yeah. weird. So they own Muppets. But, but- I, I think Sesame Street, at some point in its history, got separated into yeah, a separate Yeah, because it's thing. owned by the, the, the public broadcast. Yeah. Well, now it's owned by like HBO. HBO, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the uh, Children's Television Workshop. Yeah. I don't know why I remember that. Oh, yeah, because I heard it every day until <laughs> I was 13. <laughs> well, that's interesting. So... Moving along, we're just doing random topics today. Is that yeah. okay? <laughs> it was a thing where we had to get a podcast down. And... <laughs> this is out of obligation, really. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> Got to make that money. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll keep teasing my, my big surprise and getting everyone all worked up. Um, you were speaking of Funko pops and how much you love them and want to buy them earlier yeah when you're talking about jim henson a man did something well i think what he did would qualify as a crime with <laughs> funko pops of himself right there's a lot of problems with this yeah it in the news this was actually shared directly from his own social media okay well buzzfeed yeah okay oh, yeah. <laughs> he's he's proud of this crime that he did 
Um, oh, but BuzzFeed picked up on it too. I think BuzzFeed picked up the story. They've got the scoop. No, uh, let's just say who it is. It's Conan O'Brien. You know, he's got all those, those funny Funko pops with his head, his uh, curly red hair, and like a Superman body. Yep. Or I don't know what other kind of bodies. There's every kind of body. Oh, uh, there's a Hellboy. There's Game really? of, There's Game of Thrones that's, ones. Oh, that's getting weird. They're probably a Batman. Yeah. See, and before this came out, what he's done, which we'll get to in a second. I was making fun of the fact that yet again he's got uh San Diego Comic Con exclusives of Funkos of just Conan's head on a different character's body yeah. or whatever. And I don't get this trend. I don't get who's collecting these. Like, I don't. It, to me, it's taking something that's already fairly niche and making it even nichier, nichier for somebody that's, I, I mean, I guess has a cult following, but is not like a super mainstream, you know, like not a huge mainstream celebrity. Well, anyway, kind of is. So the but so I was looking into this before this news came out, and this year's Comic Con I think is going to take it up to like thirty different pops that have thirty his, Conans his head on them, and most of them there are some with unique sculpts, but most of them are literally just the same Conan head on. Oh all yeah, because why make a new head? Right. So I'm looking it up because I need the details on this, uh, and all these articles are saying. Conan legally marries his pop Funko figures. It it keeps saying the word legally. Like it really wants you to know. So this was a legit thing. I I'm gonna look deeper here and see if he went overseas <laughs> because polygamy is not legal here. Right. He is married. He is already married to a human. Also, I want to know how they figure out consent for an action figure that cannot speak look. for itself. Uh, at the risk of sounding not PC, these, these Funko Pops are down for whatever. (laughs) They are. They don't say no. (laughs) Imagine a partner that never said no. Oh no. It's Funko Pop. Um, okay. Conan O'Brien legally married his Pop Funko figures. Let me. But in what country? Okay, I'm tr- desperately trying to find more details, but all it is is just videos that he has posted himself yeah. to YouTube. Yeah. Legally. And the picture I saw was like a handful of them all dressed yeah. with veils on. Um, <laughs> yeah, they put little white veils on the damn things. And he's there with a priest. Right. And they're sitting on a like a lectern in a church. And or, But, but it, that doesn't represent... All of his Funko Pops, it only represents a handful of them. So I Yeah. Okay, this is interesting. Here's what I can Even though this is just like a one off gag that he did, I have a lot of very sincere questions about it. And we'll get to each and every one of those questions. Here's for the photo op, um with the bride's veils on, he's got a Conan Woody from Toy Story. Oh, okay. A Conan Pennywise from it. And that one has the the makeup and everything. Um, it looks like a Conan Iron Man, because <laughs> yep. why not? And uh, the other one is a Conan Game of Thrones, uh, probably a Jon Snow or something. Yeah. But all, the, you know, the bodies. And I, I, yeah, these are all, I think those are all this year's Conans, which is probably why there's only a handful of them. 
Conan. Okay, GameStop exclusive Conan Without Borders. What the hell is this? <laughs> what is any of this? How did he do this legally? Why won't you tell me, Google? <laughs> it probably, when they say legally, it probably just means there was an actual priest involved. Yeah, but you can get a guy and say some words, but like, I'm talking about legal marriage status here. You, you do you think do now it. when he throws parties, he's like, and these are my wives? And it's just all these Funko Pop representations. You say wives, but those look like plastic versions of you. <laughs> like, I don't want to be like a, a bigot, but how are those your wives again? And apparently the motivation of this was to make them all worth more money. Oh, yeah, that that's behind everything. Like, that was the joke. So it was like, he... I'm going to try and raise the value by making these my my legal wives is he going to try to auction off spouses i guess the ones that he well first of all do you think he you know (laughs) like consummated it how i can't even begin to try and imagine how that would be possible these these pops they let you do anything (laughs) when you're when you're famous like conan especially that john snow pop oh he's a he's a total slut yeah i saw what he did with the grit Game of Thrones fans know what I'm talking. Yeah, just let it hang there. (laughs) She's kissed by fire down below. Real fans know. God, you know nothing, Jon Snow. Little boy shoots her. That's a spoiler. (laughs) With an arrow. I make it sound like there are guns in Game of Thrones. Um, So I thought we would get to the bottom of some things, but I can't find any answers easily on Google. Because I really don't think this thing was meant to have answers. Excuse me. Um, Adam just threw his phone across the studio. I think this was meant to be a joke for his TV show. Uh, I want to hear from you if you know more about this thing that has happened with the marriage. Because, frankly, um, Blake and I are very strict moralists and we're outraged by this abomination against the sanctity of marriage. <laughs> I believe marriage is between one man and several thick <laughs> no. Instagram baddies. No. Listen. And that's the way it should be. Let's get real, Blake. That's in the Bible. It's no. Okay. One man, one Muppet for life. That's the math. That's the math. And if that Muppet eats cookies, well, even better. I got a better one for you. I got a better. You like math equations? Yeah. Uh, uh, Let me think of how it goes. One cross, three nails, four given. Yeah. (laughs) So you can put that on a t-shirt if you like. Okay. Okay. Um, But as long as I get some of the proceeds. Um, real quick, if you could marry one of your toys, uh, which one would it be? Go. You have five seconds. Me? Yep. Oh, sh- Toy you own. Can it be a speculative you- toy? Can it be a cookie monster? Yeah, <laughs> uh, because you could actually somehow make love to that thing, which is, I don't know. You could cut a hole in it. Why am I saying this? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. One that you own uh, right uh- now. You, ha- you have to marry one. You have to marry it. Okay, it's going to be my Mezco Popeye. <laughs> you put me on the spot, Blake. I mean, it's a pretty pretty good one. He'd take Listen, he'd take good care of you, I feel like. We all want a masculine man to provide for us and protect us. 
And that's just human nature. We all we need more masculine men in this world. When it comes to Popeye. Oh, by the way, hash, uh, wink emoji hashtag satire <laughs> regarding well, masculine men. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I got it. Wink, wink. I feel like we have to be more careful about that when we make jokes. We want to make sure people understand their jokes. Look, it's all jokes, people. Yeah, Everything don't ever on take here, us seriously. No, nothing. Not even the toy reviews. <laughs> not even my, none of my opinions are real. Everything is a joke. Um, my life is a joke. <laughs> if I, okay, let me try to do this. I'm going to try to narrow this down real quick. If I had to marry one toy, can I marry a, a statuette or a, 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 a static toy? I'm look- Yeah. Okay. Well, cause I got so many, so many babes, yeah. but they're, they're mostly in statue form. Um, I would say that Batwoman statue, but she uh, character wise it doesn't really work <laughs> you're, think, you're you're overthinking she this. doesn't like you and you're taking more than five seconds to figure this out uh, yeah i don't know it's a toss-up between wonder woman and gwenpool <laughs> you're at a disadvantage because you actually have all your figures here in front yeah, of I know. you I so just, you're looking and that just distracts you i'm just Whereas looking me, at this i'm just forced to think of the first thing that I pops know. in my head i get this this eye candy, this meat market <laughs> oh, that I can just choose from uh, as I please. I change my answer. I pick Heisenberg. I was gonna, ma- I was gonna make a joke about you picking Heisenberg. There's something so beautiful he, he about can that. Make, he can make you some money about and then, that and then drug die. dealer back there. Yeah, he'll make you money, then he'll die and leave you the money. So perfect. That's the perfect husband if I ever heard of one. <laughs> Blake is a black widow. <clears throat> Captain Picard's also up there. He's a runner-up, good marriage material. Uh, never married. Uh, maybe in the new show? Maybe. I don't know. He has love interests. You're going to be subscribing to that CBS All Access for that? I think I already am subscribed, and I don't uh. watch it, but I pay for it, and I'm really stupid, and man, I hate streaming and all the yeah. things you got to buy. <laughs> I, I'm beginning to despise this whole... This is a major tangent, but I am really That's despising... Fine. This whole everyone's trying to create their own streaming service thing. Each production company can't have its own separate service, people. Disney's breaking off. And I and I feel like that will eventually become a lesson, a hard lesson that is learned by everyone. Like, I feel like they thin it out too much. They'll lose everyone. Yeah. All these uh, they're going to be creating all this original content and everything. And they're going to be spending all this money. And then they're just not going to have the subscribers because we're millennials, people. And we don't fucking spend 80 to 100 dollars on cable television yeah like that's what our parents did like (laughs) we're not gonna go back to that we will give you 20 to 30 dollars maybe for all of our streaming i will share a password that's (laughs) that's the most i will do yeah so whatever you anyway you do use streaming services you try and do whatever you you want but you try and see if that works out for you you're gonna lose people uh let's uh so what else do we got to get to uh, <laughs> this might be a short episode we're really yeah stretch for time stretch flying for time. through these uh topics here we got a few more things including my big surprise <laughs> what is it just, just pepper that in know. between topics every time we'll get to those things after a short break
Welcome back. For you, it was only like five seconds, but for us, it was like 45 minutes. I was How getting long? ready to make that joke. I was like, in that brief little musical interlude, <laughs> I somehow managed to get a little bit drunk and... We went out to a bar, got drunk, <laughs> came back. So, yeah. looser second half of Shelf Life We're going to keep talk. it nice and loose. We wanted to talk about something that we ran out of time, didn't get to talk about last time. Uh, and where did it come from? Was it a, a listener suggestion? It was Lupine Book Club. Okay. Which, by the way... Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. And just as a little brief aside, I feel like we say full names too much on this podcast. <laughs> we should start maybe just limiting to... So just call them Lupine. Twitter Twitter handles or, um, or their first names. Because sometimes I feel like we say yeah. people's well, full names and it's like, they may not like that. We don't have to say full <laughs> names. But if you want to find them online, Lupine Book Club. Yeah, at Lupine Book Club on Twitter. Uh, he suggested what is everyone's... Um, what are the best glow-in-the-dark figures that you can remember? And I'm not going to try and pull up that particular thread. Um, but just to give you the long and short of it, it seemed like mostly everyone just said Scareglow, <laughs> Scareglow from Masters of the Universe. Oh, yeah. Which was a glow-in-the-dark skeleton. I had a ton of Masters of the Universe. That was not one that I had, so I don't have a real reference for that. Nah, nor I. Uh, do you have any glow-in-the-dark figures that you... Um, well, I was just thinking about that, like, currently, I was, do I have any glow-in-the-dark currently? I think the last glow-in-the-dark I owned was, were, like, some Swamp Thing. I had, like, four different Swamp Thing Funko Pops. I got rid of tons of Funko Pops, because I was sick of them. <laughs> um, but one of them was, like, glow-in-the-dark and scented and flocked and all this shit. <laughs> yeah, there were, like, there was, like, a normal one, a scented one, a flocked one, and a glow-in-the-dark yeah. one, or something crazy. But, it's it's funny because it's like does Swamp Thing glow like is that? <laughs> but I I think it was maybe a reference back to uh, early nineties Swamp Thing action figure line. Yeah, do you remember these? Mm-hmm. Where like the his limbs would shoot out and fall apart, and then he'd shoot back together. Yeah, there were a number of of different Swamp. One I had, of them was yeah. a glow in the dark version of him. Um, it was mostly different versions of Swamp Thing. Right, that right. was the whole line. There were probably some bad guys in that line, but that was like there w- it was like a, a line of action figures that I had maybe one or two different Swamp Things and nothing like and and I don't think anybody was really trying to complete that action figure line. Yeah, well, somebody out there has them all. Uh, I used to have the glow in the dark Swamp Thing on card when I was like, this will be a fun thing to collect. I had a few different Swamp Things. Yeah. Um, always been a Swamp Thing stan, but, uh, I no longer, I don't think I have any of my glow in the dark shit anymore. Uh, it's mostly like, you know, uh, kitschy novelty stuff. It's not like any of my, uh, quote unquote serious action figures in glow in the dark right now. I'm trying to think of the last thing that I had that glowed in the dark. Cause I remember, okay. Oh, I remember what it was. It was Mattel's Ghostbusters that they had released with the 2016 mm. line. Yeah. But it was the original Ghostbusters. It, they were like Walmart exclusives. Yep, Do you I remember, remember that? I remember. And they came with a build a figure that was like the ghost. Yeah. Uh, a build a, build a emblem, logo. Whatever. Yeah. It was like the ghost logo. Uh, and that ghost was, was build a figure. Cause that was another thing I had. Go on the dark ghost. Yeah. I had those okay. pinned up in my wall still in package. And so there were like two or three pieces <laughs> that every time I went to bed, they, they would, kept you away. They would be night. glowing. Yeah. That's, just this ghostly figure funny. staring at me. That was probably the last thing I had that was glowing. 
Glow um, in the dark. As a child, I had a glow worm. Oh yeah, remember yeah, those okay. guys? I do. I put um, put his head under a light bulb and get him real hot, mm-hmm. and that charges the glow cells within the toy. Isn't that how it works? You right. put it under yeah. a light. It has to recharge. It's 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 a nuclear reaction essentially. I that think happens it's nuclear fission in the the figure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how the science works uh, totally, but somehow it glows. Um, radioactive. Uh, yeah, most of my glow in the dark experience was from childhood. I'm trying to think of other things I had when I was a kid because I I don't now. It was an interesting question for uh, Lupine to bring up because. It's not so I mean I know I had glow in the dark stuff. I probably had a glow in the dark swamp thing uh that ghostbusters thing and one other thing which I'll mention here in a second, but um it's not something that I I normally think about as being like like I don't go back and think of like all the great glow in the dark things I owned. Yeah. I wonder why how and why and when that became a thing like <laughs> yeah. what was the first glow in the dark toy where they're like advertising it and they're like oh and by the way this toy it glows i'm sure there night. were things going way back that did but i don't know to me it's always just been maybe like a little gimmick never like something that yeah maybe scare cl- scare glow was like the first time it was actually like an important part of the yeah character. part of the character <laughs> right i don't know yeah i mean i gotta even i gotta admit that uh Pretty, pretty I mean, it's clever. in the name. It, it is in the name. And that's the great thing about the Masters of the Universe is that the names are very literal. <laughs> Me- Mecha Neck. Yep. It's got that great robot neck. Yep. Ram Man. You know he was ramming some stuff. Manny Faces. Yep. <laughs> How many faces did he have? Manny. Several. Okay. Uh, so they should have called him Several Faces. <laughs> Well, Manny works into the man thing. It's pretty much a perfect name. So so much man energy coming off those toys. Oh, man. Just bong. <laughs> that, that's a, good, that's a great callback to an old episode and to um, the toys that made us. And <laughs> two people will get that and they will be f- rolling on the fucking floor. Surely more people will get that. I would hope Aww. that there's a pretty big cross section from of people that listen to this podcast that also watch the toys that made us. My favorite brand of bodybuilder is the elderly bodybuilder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Who thinks he's Charles Atlas. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I- probably the most significant glow in the dark experience I ever had with an action figure. Yes. Was in my early days of collecting uh, which I've alluded to many times, started with basically all my all my collecting obsessions started with uh, Playmates, uh, the Simpsons line. Sure. And also, as we've mentioned before, uh, Toy Fair magazine used to have monthly uh, exclusives that they offered um, through the magazine, and they were usually variants of some existing figure. Yeah. One of them before I started subscribing. Uh, was a glow-in-the-dark Homer Simpson that was part of the Simpsons line. Uh, it was a repaint of a figure that came with the nuclear power plant playset. There okay. was like a Homer Simpson in his hazmat suit or whatever. So he glows because he's like well, irradiated. Right, and the playset, though, is just like a regular brown suit. In the, the Toy Fair exclusive was just an individually packed green glow-in-the-dark Homer Simpson in that hazmat suit. Okay. So I missed it. Because I didn't subscribe to the magazine when that was offered. 
So I decided, though, because I was a completionist on that line that I needed to have that Homer Simpson. And I went on eBay and he was standard going for about 150. Oh, my God. $156 or something like that. That's so much. Keep in mind, when this came out, I was in like late high school. (sighs) Maybe like I didn't have a, you and I were working at the movie theater okay. at the time. We were not, you know, we were making shit. I was like, our paychecks were like 150 bucks every two weeks yeah. or something yeah, ridiculous yeah, yeah. like that. So, but I needed that figure so much. And so I went on eBay and I bought $156 Homer Simpson. Oh my God. And basically the only reason that's significant, it was a cool figure, but is that was the first time that I think my collecting kind of ruined you financially (laughs) right right. had a real negative impact on on my livelihood (laughs) it's like because you're like i can't get gas this week okay (laughs) right because it was essentially like an entire paycheck that i was spending on a on a glow-in-the-dark homer simpson like thank god you didn't have like bills yet and stuff oh yeah yeah follow up to that (laughs) what happened to that very expensive figure. Well, as you are probably aware, when I w- got into college and got engaged and started you planning are, for marriage. You were a big boy and you need to get rid of your toys. Yeah, I got, well, and I don't think it was as much needing to get rid of my toys as much as it was being very desperate for yes. money. <laughs> and I've sold my toy collection several times yeah. for the same reason. And, uh, and so I ended up selling that. I think I might have sold that on eBay for close to what I got out of it. Do you think um, you broke even-ish? Probably close. I may have okay. lost a little bit in shipping costs that or something like that. It'd be like nice that. if you made a profit. Yeah. Um, the rest of my Simpsons collecting collection went to a uh, like a comic shop that bought it all for, you know, like... Oh, pennies pen- on the dollar. Yeah, exactly. Where I, I know the place, I bet. Yeah, I lost a shitload of money on it. But it was one of those things like, this will be more efficient. <laughs> Efficient's the wrong word. Because efficient would imply I got the most out of it for, but it was basically the quickest way that it I could sell convenient. it. Convenient, yeah, yeah. It is convenient to do that unload on the store, but they really um, take advantage yeah. of you there. Uh, I've gotten better about just being patient and selling things on eBay now because yeah. uh, you really just lose so much money. Um, oh, update on my uh, mini food brand toys saga. Is that a saga? Have we talked about this before? I don't know. Before? I can't remember. I may not I may not have, but I got the that Chase mini Pez dispenser that's like a gold smiley face. Mm-hmm. And people were selling it for a hundred to two hundred dollars on eBay. Um some people were actually had actually sold it for that much or, or roundabout. Um nobody's buying mine. <laughs> it's been up for a while now. I sold mine. Uh-huh. For $40. What the fuck? Yeah. Why did somebody... People were paying $150 at one time. I think people were bundling them with other things. Like, they were bundling them with the other rare figures in the set. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, mine, mine didn't sell for anywhere near $200. Well, but I, I also got that Chase figure and was immediately like, oh, man, I'm going to make a ton of money off this because I don't care about these mini brands. I don't... I care about collecting this stuff. I, got this, I still got this crap over here that I'm never going to use. Um, completely wrong scale. It, it's uh, an okay scale if you have 12 inch figures. And you know who bought it? I don't remember the exact name, but it was something like Pez Guy. 
<laughs> so it was like some Pez, some big Pez dispenser collect or Pez collector, obviously, which is great. I love that he was able to get it, yeah. especially for so cheap. But forty dollars. I wonder if he knew how fucking tiny it was. <laughs> I know, and that was my concern. Is like, does he realize this is not a, like a full size Pez dispenser? Yeah. He had to know what it was, or a working Pez dispenser. This 40, is just yeah. a tiny little but thing. No candy comes out. <laughs> But yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm gonna keep lowering the price uh, yeah. as the weeks go by. You'll have to let me know what you eventually. Yeah, sell it for. it's gonna be sad. It's gonna be like the five dollars I spent on. No, well, I think five dollars gets you a few of them. I yeah. forget. Um, it's like six dollars, but you get five. Yeah, five that, things. That's the deal. It wasn't a bad deal. We should have just, like I suggested, we should have just sold them together. I pr- I bet we probably would have done a little bit better with yeah, it. Yeah, split it. Anyway, anywho, live and learn. Would you? What glow in the dark figure would you want to see? If if you could, uh, dream. We're talking glow in the dark dream toys. Okay, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna throw out a really random thing here, and it's okay. just the. Vi- and keep in mind, this is the very first thing that popped in my head. Okay, good because I can't think of one. <laughs> so this is not something that I've longed for, <laughs> you know, my whole life or anything like that. But one of my favorite video games of all time is a LucasArts game called Grim Fandango. That I, takes, I remember you talking about it. That takes place in the land of the dead and all the characters are skeletons, like stylized so skeletons. So it's Coco. Yeah. Pixar's Coco. It's Coco. Right. Way pre-Coco. Right, right. And there's not really a precedent for these characters to be glow in the dark, <laughs> but I think it'd be great if they were <laughs> glow in the dark. You just want the Grim Fandango figures. I really just want the Grim They've Fandango. never made figures have no. that, have they? Okay. Somebody once said, I think there's actually paper. Um, someone made some of those like paper craft oh, yeah, figures you that you can make. It. Anyway, that's a side note. Um, somebody said if, if you could have any video game adaptation, what would it be and by what director? And without hesitation, I was like, Grim Fandango. Wait, can I guess? Yep. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro okay. would absolutely nail that movie. There we go. It would be great. There we go. Uh, on the same wavelength, folks. If I could have any glow in the dark toy, um, speaking of radiation, <laughs> one of my favorite video games is called Fallout, the series. Good. good, um, good. I'd want to have a Fallout figure. Um, that's not Funko. Make it a good company. <laughs> um, it could be, I want to say a ghoul. Cause there, well, there's a whole like, uh, army, a slew of, uh, glowing enemies, right? You, you encounter glowing irradiated enemies in the game, but also you could have like, you could just make one of the, the main heroes or a suit of power armor that's glowing or something. Cause you can become irradiated in the game. I don't know. That'd be fun. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's, that's just what came to mind. Because and probably a more practical application than the Grim Fandango. <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm thinking of things that work story wise. Yeah, like why would it glow? Because when you are exposed to radiation, you glow. You glow. It's I've seen Chernobyl on HBO. Right. That's how it it's works. Ex- exactly like whenever you get electrocuted, mm. your skin becomes inv- invisible and you can see your you skeleton. You can see a cartoon skeleton. <laughs> right. And then you get electro powers and you get to break out of right. prison. And also your hair just really stands way up and somehow grows like three feet too, but your hair just stands way up on end. You can see your skeleton. Yeah. That's just the way it works. And your catchphrase is 
shocking. (laughs) (laughs) Electrifying. Uh, Yep. So should we go on to our final and best bit? (laughs) Nope. Not yet. Oh, one more question while we're speculating things. Since we talked about Toy Story 4 earlier. Okay. I want to know what was your Woody (laughs) growing up? That's a weird way to ask that question. (laughs) <laughs> what what toy was most similar to Andy's? Oh, that's a Woody's, Woody's Roundup toy. I don't. I think a lot of kids might have had one. I don't know that I had one that was like the boss of all the toys. I had. I was uh, a really lame kid, obviously, and I had a, a lot of stuffed animals until I was too old. Um, and I had like a little Snoopy that was, he was a really big deal, but I don't think he was the Woody. Like he wasn't the sheriff of, of all the toys. Man, I, and maybe this is why Toy Story resonates with me so much is like, I can think of my whole ensemble of toys that is just a direct correlation with Andy's toys. Like I, I, can't, I know I cannot. All of the things that kind of matched that level of, you know, there were like, they were always in a group and there were some that I liked, you know, that were like, there was a hierarchy. So your Mr. Potato Heads had adventures with your spacemen. Absolutely. And I also had, you know, several stuffed animals when I was younger as well that played with. I had more. Let's say I had a a pet net's worth more than several, (laughs) more than several. Um, So my, my Woody was. Feels so my, woody. my woody my <laughs> woody i used to have this whole song memorized hold on let me see if i can do this are you doing my buddy yeah okay. my buddy. you don't have to do it my buddy i'm too drunk you're anyway gonna, um, you're gonna love the new child's play let me just say <laughs> okay uh no so when i was really young a friend of mine i was at a friend's birthday party and his grandma or someone like that won us two stuffed animals out of a claw machine and they were matching crash test dummy dolls. They were like claw, like claw machine level dolls. They had a plastic <laughs> head. The rest of it was stuffed. Okay. His was a blue bodysuit. And I think the name was like Bang or something like that. Mine was a gray bodysuit and his name was Boom. I was going to say Boom. Yep. Yeah, and okay. Boom was just my forever pal really? i loved that claw machine figure That's so much so weird and, and then obscure. like as i gathered other like stuffed animals or figures that i would play with they were always like he was always the number one See, and then there were it's weird that other. we both chose a stuffed yeah guy and woody is, is like a cloth toy with it with a hard a plastic head yeah so kind of similar to what you're describing yeah is, is there something psychological about what children are drawn to as <laughs> far know. as texture? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, something you can, I don't know. I'm something not you get can into cuddle it. and it cuddles back because it's so squishy. Um, None of this hard plastic shit. <laughs> Except for the head. Uh, <laughs> right. The head's got to be hard as a rock. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I think that really created like a weird... Um, affinity for crash test dummies in general did for you me. have like, the yeah, toys that fall, fell apart yeah the action feet the crash test dummy those action figures awesome. i loved those i had play sets vehicles I had, everything. I had a ton of them Wait, they i eventually they got smashed to where i couldn't put put it back yeah um i would say that was probably the closest i had had to buying like a huge 
part of an action figure line because I had so many of them as yeah. opposed to like X-Men or something like that where I had several of them. But this like the crash test dummies, I had a ton of them. Anyway, I just saw the other day that a company called Damn Toys, <laughs> D-A-M-T-A-O-Y-S, okay. uh, has a crash test dummy like one twelfth scale figure that they're doing. It's like five and a half inches or something. Okay. And I'm like, I got to have like uh, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I've got to have that figure. Yeah. And it's for no reason other than this weird nostalgia for My crash childhood. test dummies. Yeah. Anyway, it's weird that they're bringing that back of all things. All right. <laughs> but I guess they bring everything back. So sorry to go on that tangent. No, that's a good tangent. Um, it's it's good to think about. Um, I'll I'll have to think hard about what my other main my main uh, dudes in my stable of toys. Yeah. Uh, were I mean there was of course the the party shirt Bruce Wayne who changed into <laughs> Batman. He was yeah. a big a big guy. Fuck, I don't know a Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> Ninja, the Ninja Turtles, they were big. Fuck, I don't know a Terminator. <laughs> he was cool. He was the gun arm one. Oh, yeah. The one that... My man. NECA. I was going to say... NECA recently redid him. Did you not have any interest in that? I had fleeting interest. Whenever I see NECA does the Kenner, like, throwback type stuff, like modern versions of Kenner figures... Yeah. It's usually stuff that I didn't personally buy, but at the same time I see it and I'm like, man, if that was a figure I owned when I was a kid, I would be all over that. See, I, I looked at it and I was like, oh yeah, I had I had that guy, the original version, but I'm not like a nostalgia collector. Yeah, buyer. I see what you're like, saying. Like I don't have the entire Masters of, or any of the Masters of the Universe classics line, which is it, like invented to cash in on nostalgia, even right. though I had... Like Masters of the Universe were my main jam when I was really young. Yeah, um, I just I don't know. I'm no I'm that makes sense. In, I'm interested in growing up stuff like Batman now. <laughs> you know all this adult things. <laughs> I think I'm the uh, opposite. As I look through my collection, I realize that a lot of it is nostalgia. It's it's not vintage. I don't go back and try and collect vintage stuff. Yeah. but it's all modern remakes of stuff that I really enjoyed when I was. We a kid. should be. Focusing on the vintage stuff, though, because it's the stuff that might be worth money. Right. And uh, it's the stuff I've talked. I think I've talked about this before. Like. It's finite. You know what I mean? Like you're. Yeah. Whereas Marvel Legends, it's like if you get into collecting Marvel Legends, you're going to be nonstop collecting for the rest of your life. But if you get into vintage stuff, it's like, you know, there was an eventual end to that. And you know, there's a cap to how much you're going to spend. Yeah, on and that. not only that, you know, that there are only so many made and they're never being made again. Right. Um, by a, any, any given Funko pop, they're going to make 5,000 new versions of it. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. I mean, there's, there's just specifically with Funko pop, there's all these like ghostbusters that are coming out and everything like that, that are, are just repackaging yeah. old figures. And like done. they're, they had the rare Simpsons that were valuable, valuable for a while. And now they're like do, redoing Simpsons. Yeah. But yeah, when, when it's, when it's one in a, one of a million of the same damn toy, it's not a special, I guess, yeah. but uh, yeah. And you can, you can probably justify more expensive per purchases that way. Yes. Than you can with like, like something I struggle with, with like NECA every year I buy their Comic-Con exclusives and it's like, I always spend all this money to get these Comic-Con exclusives. And it's like, I know that this is going to be a problem for me every single year yeah. that they're going to be coming out with these. 
But if I'm I'm spending a couple hundred dollars on a really nice vintage figure, I know that once I've got it, I've got it. Yeah, I should just like instead of buying ten to twenty Marvel Legends, just buy that Superpowers Batman that exactly, I want. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, why am I so dumb? Maybe okay. for our our New Year's resolution in six months, we'll just <laughs> switch to all vintage. This will this will be the year that I actually have a resolution. <laughs> finally, okay. What you got? All right, so we're. I think we'll have to like take a break, and I'll have to make you like look away. Okay, boy, this is exciting. Yeah, because I have to like set something up. Um. Okay, we'll take a break, and then we'll reveal it to Adam. <laughs> okay, so I have set up my surprise. Um, Adam's out of the room. I'm going to open the door shortly and let him in. But I'll let you in on it first. The surprise I have set up is the, I have to keep my voice down, the Funko Savage World Batcave with, I ordered like seven figures, but all that has arrived via Amazon so far is Batman, Joker, and Wonder Woman. And they're, they're, I've set them up. Uh, they're all posed inside. I've got the thing open and everything. It's uh, quite a sight, and I've got the big, ridiculous box for him to see. Um, it's just, it's something so stupid and so impulsive. I, I got all this because everything was like half off, and it's impulse buy. Uh, well, I'll, I'll explain when he comes in. But uh, yeah, DC Primal Age Batcave with figures by Funko. So let's see what Adam, I want to see Adam's reaction. It, it ought to be good. Okay, Adam. Come in. What? <laughs> no uh, way. What kind of madman? <laughs> Are you serious? A sick, sick man. Have you already explained what this is? I I did explain to the... Yeah, the, your, your cans are behind you. Sorry, I did explain to headphones? Uh, yeah, I explained to the listener what it was before you walked in. Oh my god, I cannot believe you've done this. <laughs> yeah, it I I did a bad thing. But let me explain myself. Or the best thing. So, okay, check out the box first. Okay, yeah, looking at it. It's it's a dope enormous box, but you see that clearance sticker? Oh my god. So, normally 60, it was 30 at Target. Well, well no wonder. Let's back up. Jessica and I went to Target somewhat drunk. Or I was drunk. Yeah. And I was impulse buying all sorts of shit. I spent like all of my money at Target Mm -hmm. while intoxicated. And impulse bought the uh, Batcave from Funko's Savage World. Yeah. And so on the way home um, and when I got home, I was just like, well, now I got to have figures to go in it yeah of course um and jessica was like actually egging me on because i looked them up on amazon and um everything is like being clearanced out for this line like if you can imagine that like this is a thing that's not continuing yeah so all the savage world figures for dc uh i guess primal age is what they call it dc primal age uh were half off or less on amazon oh my god so um, 
Right now you see Batman, Joker, and Wonder Woman. I ordered like seven things. They just haven't arrived yet. Oh my, I was going to ask. I was I was going to say, what all are you so, wanting to get? I, I assume, are you going to get like uh, I'll, f- t- I'll tell you what I got. Oh yeah, you just tell me. <laughs> um, in addition to these three, I got um, Scarecrow, who's like, okay. I'm looking at the back card now. With Gotta the, have it. Scarecrow was like four a four dollar and fifty cent add on item on Amazon. Jeez. Um, I got uh Mister Freeze. I need all my baddies, and I got the Bat Hound, the giant Bat Hound that okay, Batman good. rides. Yeah, and I got the Beast that the Joker rides. Nice. Oh, all of these things were like under ten dollars. Are those? Piece. Is that the extent of the the Rogues Gallery for Batman? Yeah, I think that's every. B- piece of batman you did say mr freeze right yeah mr okay. freeze i think i got all the batmans the the card shows aquaman and king shark yeah and green lantern i don't care for any of those really i just i got the bat cave so i wanted the bat related shit oh my god the fact that they're this dummy has a removable helmet i know i know can that helmet go on batman yeah i don't know how well it sits not really <laughs> it's pretty goofy like I don't I'm, think it's meant to be used like, much as why an accessory. Are but the things like Batman has a throne. You see that he's yeah. sitting on. What is this orb? <laughs> There's like a he's got, oh, like that, a mystical orb yeah. type thing. <laughs> he's he's Marianne. He has an orb that he. <laughs> I yeah. Jess and I joked that it was his crystal ball. You know yeah. that Batman has that he looks into to tell him what crimes are going on. Love that swinging door. Um, Jess and I were talking about how much it reminds me of the Snake Mountain I had as a kid, which was like a huge deal. Yeah. The Snake Mountain place. And, and I and obviously that's the throwback that it's kind of meant to be. Yeah. In fact, I didn't realize that these figures were as big as they are for some reason. I mean, not that they're huge, but they're about some, the same. Are they the same size as Masters? It seems like it. Maybe slightly bigger. Yeah. The Yeah. They are, they're the five point articulation. Um. I wish that the legs were constructed the same way that Masters of the Universe were. Instead, they're on ball joints and they pop right off. Oh, like God. just, just try it. Try moving any of them and see how quickly a leg comes off. Yeah, this especially one. Especially one. Try Wonder Woman. Okay. Wonder Woman's like they're all like beefy and she's scrawny. Yeah. Poor Wonder Woman. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna pop it off, but you know, I yeah, did. they they so it came off. Pretty they quick. fall off in your hand without trying. But well, yeah, she was she was to too cool to up pass again. up. Wow. Uh, I'm super impressed by this. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Mostly I'm very excited that you also got the rest of the, yeah. the rogues gallery. Had to get those big magnificent beasts. Yeah. Uh, and that was going to be my first question was, are you going to get Ace, Hound? And I didn't How even care about not? the lizard that much, but the Ace. Well, Ace if I'm going to get Batman's mount, I have to have Joker's mount. Yeah. Man, I mean, this is good stuff. Like, I love it. My problem is when when I wake up sober the day after. <laughs> right. After you buy my, a giant my, bat yeah, cave My issue set. is where in God's name do I put this in my 900 square foot duplex? And there and there lies our, uh, my question number two. All, already filled, already chock-a-block with toys this, this hovel is. Yeah. Uh, the garage? I don't know. <laughs> Well, you may just have to pack it up for a while, and then, you yeah. know, when you get to a bigger place, now, you can... True. I can have a whole display. Luckily, it does fold up, like the old, you know, master's play sets. Sure. So I can conveniently stow it away, and it's only half as big, which is still pretty damn big. 
And then the box is the size of a mini fridge, roughly. <laughs> um, it's true. It is a huge box. I do want to keep the box and store everything in that. I was going to ask, oh, did you have any interest in the um, black and gray Batman that was like a... Oh, shit. They're, Target exclusive or something like that? Yeah. Um, I didn't know that existed, but... Never it s- does. It's a little more rare, but I still don't think it's that expensive, honestly. Let, let me look it up real quick. eBay... See, our Target never had a Batman. They only had this Batcave. <laughs> what? And they had like clearanced out scarecrows and Mister Freezes and maybe a few Jokers, and that's all they ever got. Yeah. Unless someone like sniped the uh, Batmans right away. Okay, Target, um, Batman, Primal Age. I don't know. Well, okay, there's one for, yeah, the the black and gray suit, 25 That's a far cry from the $6 I spent on right. this one. So. But, but it's still, man, you know, if it was something you really wanted, I mean, it's not. Guy being a completist and all. It's not outside of the realm of affordability. Yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and put this on my watch list. <laughs> um, let's see if I can find it. A better deal than $21, which is the winner so far. The reason I oh. ask is because I think that black and gray goes a little bit better with the Ace Hound yeah. than the uh, the blue and gray does. We have a winner. I found a $19. Nice. You are uh, killing it. Yeah, I'm good. So now there's like a Superman Bizarro. They got all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah, but you don't want to mess with all that. No, I don't need that. You just need your Batman and Wonder Woman. Um, okay, let me let me sort it by lowest price. We're gonna we're gonna do this live, folks. <laughs> sure. Oh, I remember. Yeah, Target did have the lunchbox for the Primal Age, but <laughs> the, they did not have the figures that the lunchbox was advertising. I wonder if any of those lines are doing that. You know, because they did the Savage Age, which are basically this body sculpt but with horror icons. You know, you got me that Freddy Krueger. Yeah. What was that line called? Was it called Savage World? It was World? called Savage World, yeah. See, I thought the entire thing was called Savage World, but I don't know. Now they're doing, now they got Street Fighters going. Yeah. And who knows what the lifespan of this weird little series will be. It's just another thing that they were doing that was like, let's take a very specific style and try and apply it to as many different franchises as we can. Yeah. And then it probably just didn't sell well. You mean the thing that Funko does with every single <laughs> right, license yeah. in the world? Exactly. All right. Where's I can't, this? I can't wait for the Savage World Breakfast Club figure. <laughs> oh, yeah. My my big, beefy um, Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Is, it looks like Anthony Michael Hall later in life. Need, the, <laughs> need those uh, Savage World planes, trains, and automobiles figures. <laughs> Uh, hang on one second. Okay, where is this one coming from? I need to make sure it's not like Latvia or something. <laughs> right. I want it. <laughs> Latvia. Okay, ships from the United States. Let's go ahead and buy it now. <laughs> because why? I don't need a paycheck. I can just blow the whole thing. I think yeah. this, this week I can go ahead and blow the whole thing on junk. Confirm and pay. $19 on plastic trash. Uh, PayPal, yeah. 
And there we go. So um, estimated delivery Monday, July 22nd. And there you guys go. You got a front row view of uh, Blake demonstrating his sickness in, in front of all of us. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm not trying to brag that I have $19 to throw around. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, Mr. Mr. Moneybags. I, uh, Calm down over look, there. I do have a job and I can, I can buy toys basically whenever I want. So that's <laughs> why I have this bat cave. Yep. But I will say, as much as this was a thing that I was, like, never interested in, it's a pretty cool Like, once thing. you see it in front of your face. Yeah. Now, let's uh, let's be real. It's, you know. It's it's probably one of the most unnecessary things. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but it actually looks, it, it's very appealing. I'll you know that. what I like that I didn't realize until I got into it? Well, you hand me the, the Batman. Where is he? Yeah. You can stick a guy up here and the front. There's a little place for a guy to stand at stand guard at, at the top of the tower facing the front. So that's kind of cool. He's he's standing sentry. Uh, I love that swinging door. And oh, you just killed the Joker. Oh, well, that's what he's supposed to this do. This is this is like one of the commercials in this, the 1980s or 90s where. Yeah, can we you say kill- I'll get you Joker and then you swing over swing open the door and the Joker just kind of falls over. Can we get one of those big walls of blue cubes that kind of look like ice that will uh <laughs> break away not. whenever a car drives into it? Man, those commercials were always the best for having accessories that that, just d- that you wanted exist. but did not come with it. It'd be like, "Oh man, it'd be so cool if RoboCop actually smashed that wall. Where where do I buy the wall?" But it always was just a wall of cubes. Yeah, a wall were... of bu- blue cubes that look like ice. Um I like man, that's that a good observation. I like that he has a little a little jail cell in his back cave. Yeah, I, I wondered why Joker was not in the jail cell. He should he should be in there. Um, uh, I think it's more appropriate to put Scarecrow in there, to be honest. OK, he'll, when I, I, I don't get think Scarecrow, I don't think a, a jail cell in the back cave could, could see, hold the Joker. Here's my theory. This is the savage world equivalent of, of arkham asylum <laughs> oh oh a little okay. jail cell in in the bottom of the bat cave right okay um, so you could just shove them all in there then. actually I mean, yeah it, it's big and i the jail cell is big enough that you could probably fit probably figures, until they figures. make a bane they should make a giant bane that's like oversized yeah they will not oh my God. I, I think this <laughs> uh this no, is dead in the water <laughs> look as much as i shit talk funko now I don't want this line to be canceled. <laughs> I'm I'm afraid to to and hurt your feelings here, but I'm I feel like that's probably it seems the case. Like, yeah, it, but like I don't know. Their other stuff can go forever, but whatever. Trash this one, I guess. I don't know. How's the five star line doing? They're making more. Like They're the, still making five. Like star? they keep adding more properties to five star. Yeah. Um, I remember when all that they're was that all I'd ever seen was the Batman stuff. And I hope they do more. Oh, I shouldn't spend more money on it though. Anyway, but <laughs> now not it's, give it's more every money to thing. Funko. It's okay. So they got kingdom hearts, five star. They got fallout five star. They got a uh, fucking, I don't know, Harry Potter, all the Disney movies. Yeah. You name it. There's probably a five star. It's it. true. Um, stranger things. Oh yeah. There, no, there literally is a stranger things yeah. five star. Yeah, that's true. Um, can I tell you something? Yeah. Embarrassing. Oh, I'm please. really excited. Those for are my, my favorite things for you to tell me. I'm really excited for my other DC Primal Age figures to arrive from Amazon tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so I can play with my Ace the Bat Hound. Yeah. 
I mean, those amount. I mean, honestly, it's like uh, Scarecrow and Mister Freeze. It's like, yeah, you can take your time, but I need that those mounts yeah. right away. I think they're all supposed to arrive tomorrow. I, some of them might come later. I don't will, know. Will you take some pictures of those for social media? Uh, yeah, I was waiting so I could surprise you. Oh, but right, I'm right, going right. to take some wild ass pictures of this <laughs> this particular great, setup. Great. Oh, I got. I should set up like cool lighting. Oh man, oh man, I can't wait. Um, oh, another thing I ordered from Amazon because I was going buck wild. Um, Shuri, Marvel Legends. Oh, okay. so I can yeah, com- yeah. complete my Black Panther. Is that the only? La- is that the last one you're needing? The only, yeah, the only movie based Black Panther item I don't have is her. Well, she just came out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she, her space is all reserved on the shelf and everything. Nice. So Man, how is that shelf so full of black? Pa- you wouldn't think there would be so much uh, movie based Black Panthers, but you've got an entire shelf full of them. I mean, that is well, like a pretty packed shelf when they've made three different Killmongers. Yeah, I guess that's true. They've made like so many different Black Panthers. Um, You the the Dora Milaje, of course, is the same figure three times with three <laughs> right. heads, of course. It fills up fast. Yeah. And my little uh, step stepladder display thing helps. Um, anyway, that's all I got. You know, that's all I got for, for this month. See you in a month, guys. <laughs> you, got any, you got anything else fun? No, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll just see how it goes with the um, with the pile of loot I got shipping to me. But yeah, even then, I obviously don't bring stuff in that much to talk about. Um, Let's try to have a fun guest. And we're looking at you, Andrew. We know you listen to the podcast and we're going to get your ass on here. Just quit putting us off. Um, We'll, we'll give you our Instagram and Twitter handles, uh, but you should contact us there and tell us what special guests you'd like to see in the future. And the sky's the limit. You can say anyone. Um, I mean, if you say, Ben Affleck or something is probably not going to happen, but <laughs> someone a little less famous, maybe they'll Skype in for a minute. I don't know. We really need to either do a test run or something where we can like figure out Skype. Cause I feel like that will open yeah. up our whole world. If I've, we can just get Skype. I've already been out. like thinking about that. Like we just need to, to test it out and it, I don't think it'll be that hard, but yeah. Also, I, I need to learn Skype <laughs> while we're pitching ideas here. What about a Patreon of of toy reviews? Like we have specific short toy reviews and we set that up as a Patreon. Like they have to the the reviews are behind a paywall? Yeah. Like we still have the normal podcast. Should this part be recorded and be on? Probably not, probably not. <laughs> okay. Sorry, this is get I'm uh, again, it's fine. I'm we're a go- little drunk. We're going to talk about it off mic what we're <laughs> The future of this podcast to be determined. Um, I've been trying to nail mic. Blake down for a business meeting for a while. To yeah, see. and I totally forgot, but we will speak about it for five minutes. <laughs> um, hit me up, uh, Shelf Life Podcasts on Instagram. And you can find me at Twitter, on Twitter, at Shelf Life Host. Um, check out my cool podcast network. <laughs> it's called AUX Ox, as an auxiliary there's really nothing to check out though, so I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm it's synergy. I'm just pimping that name out. Obviously. Who did our theme song? Our theme song is by my band, More of That. Type in more of that on all your streaming services for our album. Um anything else we're forgetting. 
Thanks to my wife. I think so. Since we don't have a guest, we don't have to thanks plug to my, all their shit. Thanks to my wife just for living with me. She is a trooper. And for, you know, not for not being completely turned off when she saw me purchase all of this primal age garbage. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, she was nearly as excited as I was. Have you ever had that conversation where she was like, the first time I saw your Batmans, it was a huge turn off? No, she's not. She has a different opinion on that. She's. She won't admit to how much she's into it, but she's in. She <laughs> oh, okay. she buys toys too. Like she has a bunch of little stuff around this house. That's true. I she get, just yeah. doesn't have detolfs, but they're all over the freaking house. Good point. Um. Anyway, I think that'll about do her for this episode, folks. Great. Nice and tight. One thirty. It always, always ends up being one thirty. <laughs> so, um, always bathe your toys. And life in plastic. It's fantastic. Fast. Oh. All right. <laughs>